Hello and welcome to that part. Oh, the music went all the way off. It's <laughs> like, there it goes. Okay. I just uh, I hit the lever too hard. Anyway, welcome to that Park Life podcast. I am Greg, joined as always by. I'm Beth. Yeah. Welcome, welcome. Okay, Greg, before yes. we begin, I have a surprise for you. Oh my goodness, what is it? But I wanted to wait till we started recording. Okay. <laughs> um, okay, there's good news and there's bad news. Okay. So the good news is. is... Wait, I want to guess. Okay. Are you coming to Florida? no okay then i was uh, just there <laughs> no well, i know i thought because before you started re- recording this you like casually asked if i'm having people over my house i thought oh, i thought no. now that was a leading question because like, greg doug, doug and i are gonna come crash your house i was like are you gonna have people stay at your house or <laughs> no it wasn't that um i have some happy mail coming to you oh that's the good news is a little treat but the bad news is is you can't open it until our christmas episode okay i can handle like, that I- you to open it like i want to see you open the packaging when it comes so i will know if you've peaked okay i will my pledge to you is i will not open it until our christmas until we record our christmas episode okay and don't ask your wife because she knows what it is okay oh i don't like this collusion (laughs) not a there has been some collusion and the reason i have to tell you now is because it's already shipped so like you will get it in the next few days okay probably i think um but i was like well because i wanted to go ahead and send it Okay. Um, you'll see where it's from, but you won't know what it is. Okay. How about okay. that? I'm fine with that. So I'm really excited about that. You know what else I'm really excited about? Tell me. Um, something really dumb, but I got, um, uh, since I've been putting up all of our Christmas decorations, I'm kind of obsessed with the remote on and off turn okay. like things. That, yes. So I finally got a tree in my room. So I had to get a remote for it and I got it today and I'm really excited. And then it came with like three different things. So I added another one to another light in my room. And I'm just really excited about wow. it. I can't just wait to use it tonight. The level of lazy just d- increases. <laughs> it really is. I'm like, well, when I'm in bed and I'm all cozied in. Just boop. And yeah, like I don't want to have to get up and unplug my tree. I just want to be able to click it off. So. Okay. That's fair. I don't know. What I got, are you excited about? I got the remote for like our exterior Christmas lights. So I could just oh, hit yeah. it from here. Well, we used to have one for the exterior. Then we got the timer. Yeah, so it's now probably we have the better. And then the the clicker that we used outside we now use inside for the mantle okay so we're just lazy all around all around um happy thanksgiving everyone happy it's a it's a holiday week hopefully uh you're all able to spend some time virtually maybe with some of your family i don't know what everyone's doing um uh, tell the people what you're gonna be eating this week i don't well oh because we are yeah. um i'm going to a, a function where we will be eating um cracker barrel for thanksgiving at, at uh, a house that my fam- part of my family is uh, renting for a couple days, like an Airbnb kind of thing. Yeah. And I have never had Cracker Barrel, which we just talked about on our Patreon-only episode. So Beth has already heard my whole story about how we didn't have Cracker Barrel growing up, but like I have never eaten it. So I'm excited to see what oh. the food's all about. Well, I'm interested to see how the catering goes. So you'll have to like take some pictures. and yeah, They better what- not be touching my food. I know. Well, when we get together next week, you'll have to tell us all about because okay. I'm really interested to see what your thoughts are yes. on Cracker Barrel. Um, speaking of food and getting together, you were here last week. So, yes, yes we had the chance of actually seeing each other in person, which doesn't happen that often, especially nowadays because of everything that's going on. But um, we went to Springs. You got some food at Deluxe Burger, and I was able to bring you a peanut butter pie. So we did capture some sound from you trying your peanut butter pie, and we also walked over to World of Disney, and I do have um, audio from that that I'll put in later on in this episode, so you'll hear a live review, so to speak, of Beth when she eats her uh, peanut butter pie, and I wound up... uh, Say again? I said there's definitely a peanut gallery in the background. Oh my goodness, it was wild. Yes, you'll hear it all because we were not alone. We were were both with our significant others and another couple, Lillian, who you probably all know now because we mention her like every week. Shout out to Lillian. And her husband. And um, we, while waiting on the line for World of Disney, I told uh, Beth my free Sunday story that I think maybe you guys saw on my post from uh, Tomorrowland. So you'll see that. And one last thing I want to mention before we get going on our big topic of our earliest Disney memories is thank you to everyone who submitted a Magic Gram request. Um, It's been awesome to do it. Do you remember like different states that you sent things to? Yeah. You know what I like about it? So in the form, I ask you that you just let me know a little bit of something about the person you're sending it to. So I can try to make sure it's personalized to them and make sure I'm sending them. If they're like goofy or something, I'm going to send something goofy related. You know what I mean? So 
I wound up reading about some interesting stories about people, people who are fighting COVID, people who work in the, who are like, you know, frontline people, people who are distressed or, or they're working a whole lot and they can't get out of Disney because everything that's going on. So like y'all are, are dealing with some stuff and I knew that, but it's just nice to be able to be kind of a part of maybe the reason why you're smiling when you get some mail as opposed yeah. to just having to go to work and, and be miserable about not being at Disney. And this way, a little bit of Disney gets sent to you. Awesome. And it is free, everybody. So if you know someone that wants to get a little pixie dust sent to them, just go to our website, thatpocketlifepodcast.com. Look for the send a magicgram link, or there should be a, a link in the description of this episode. Mm-hmm. All right. We ready for our big top? The We're big ready. Top. The big top. This is an interesting topic that you came up with. Yeah. Yeah. This was a, this is a Beth original in our earliest Disney memories. And I like I it. I do have good ideas. Yes. Look at that. Um, I came up with this, well, because a lot of times uh, we, you know, we're just at that age where people are having small children and Mm -hmm. everybody wants to know, like, when is the best time to start taking my kid, which it's mainly like, when is the best time that they'll remember it? Yeah. Um, And so I just thought of like, well, I'm just curious. I know what my earliest memories of Disney are. So I wonder what other people's are. And Mm -hmm. then what were the age groups that they like, what age were you when you first went that you remember things? Yeah. Um, so it's just interesting to me to see like, <clears throat> cause I mean, I feel like there's tidbits, but I think the saying, like, I don't know who they are, but I want to say, I've heard multiple times, like the ages from ages five to seven is the okay. best time to start taking your children that they will like remember most of the experience. Um, now obviously if your child is the smartest child in the world, they're going to remember earlier, but, oh, um, I remember earlier. So that's just like the average. <laughs> I know but it's like, you don't remember your entire no, trip. You I know don't. What I mean? It's like one moment and it's probably right. Yeah, you can take them when they're yeah. three and they remember something, but they're not gonna remember the whole trip. It's just like, you know, there's so much in that experience. So yeah, they just say like that's five to seven is kind of the range. Okay, where it's like, I could see that. You could um, ask them questions years later, and they would be able to tell you. Yeah, and so in our in our findings, so to speak, so I, I we pose the question out there on Instagram and on Reddit as well. Um, what are your earliest Disney memories, and how, and how old are you? What do you remember, kind of thing. There's some, there's kind of a wide range of, of ages for, from everyone else. Most of mine fall in like the four to five, six age range kind of thing. Yeah. But I'll talk about what I remember because I think one thing I like about this topic is so many things that I've either forgot existed in Disney or I remember, but like, it's cool to think about again, because these are things that don't exist. Like right. some of these things are closed or would never be allowed today kind of a thing. Right. Um I just was watching a bunch of videos just to see if I could like, when I saw a bunch of things coming, I'm like, oh, I don't remember that. Let me go like watch a YouTube on this. And I was watching um, a, a YouTube video from 1990 Magic Kingdom or whatever. And all the mm-hmm. characters on the parade floats like aren't tethered to anything, which for a, the longest time they weren't. So like if they fell, they fell. And there was one scene where, I don't know, it was one of the Splash Mountain characters was walking next to the parade float while leaning on it. Like he had his uh, arm up on it, like relaxing and walking. You, you know, that would never happen now. Right. You're like, not today. No, Mm-mm. that's asking for a lawsuit. So let's, I guess, let's, you know, let's start with some of our memories and, and what we remember, okay. like from, I mean, like, yeah, hopefully it's the same as you're the same as me. I'm like pretty young yeah. in these, some like blips of memories and things that I had to piece together. And then we'll talk about some of uh, you all, y'all's, y'all's memories. You go you. Yeah. Some of y'all's. Um, okay. So my very first trip was with my grandparents. They uh, made a big deal about taking all of their grandchildren on a like big trip by mm-hmm. themselves when we were younger. Um, and so I was four. If I can remember, I was four. Okay. Um, so my first trip to Disney was four. Um, I don't really remember much, but I do remember the jumping water. Yes. Um, in area. Epcot. I think I did, in Epcot. I think I did see that in yours. Yep. That was like my the first memory because I think that I was just so enamored with the fact that like the water was jumping around and then like, you know, there'd be people that would like totally like squash it, but it was like, but then a new one would come out and you're, I don't know. I just remember that. Like that was burned in my brain. Yeah. So that's over Uh, by the, it's, they're still there. It's over by the imagination pavilion. Now the Pixar short film festival thing. We spent hours there. Yeah. It's now felt like hours. I don't know. I feel like it was just so much bigger. Like, I feel like it went so much further, but maybe it was just, I think you were smaller. I don't know. I think the same thing. Um, I mean, it's possible they eliminated a little bit of, but I just remember like not understanding it. So like, I yeah. didn't know the pattern as an adult to look and like, oh, it's going to clearly come out here and shoot out there kind of thing. But yeah. as a kid, it was like a, a mystery, just literally standing yeah. there waiting to catch it. And there's one part where it jumps from one like bed to the other kind of a thing, like flower bed right. thing to the other. And like, sometimes it would hit you and sometimes it wouldn't, depending on how much like right. force was behind it. Now, I feel like those have changed colors because 
I don't know what color they are now, but I remember, I don't know, vividly, vividly remember them being like a bright blue color. I remember them like being a like toy. a red, like a pot, like a potted plant pot like that. Okay. Like that red was the thing. And then the middle of it was like a black netting thing. Right. Like mesh. I feel like I have a memory that the middle was blue. I could don't be. know why. This is something that I was like. It, it, like it could be blue, blue now. Honestly, it I don't remember. Um, yeah. So that was like a first one. I don't remember the first time I went with my family, but I, another like, like, vague memory that i had was um captain eo scared the bejesus out of me good because it's weird yeah i was terrified i remember being <laughs> in that like pre-waiting room area because i remember watching it from like underneath where those where that bar is um do you know what i'm talking about like no. the pre there's like a pre-show area i feel like where there's oh i mean if it's i mean i think for a while it was like on a there's still a pre-show area there now because now it's the pixar thing but it's like it's on a slant it's on a, a, an incline yeah, or a decline yeah. Yeah. It was on a It was kind of like the great movie ride, like pre show yes. area. That's what I like, kind of remember it as. And I, I don't know. And I just remember going in there and I, I remember like when the thing comes down from the middle, like it just scared the crap out of me. <laughs> I was like, why am I in this? I'm too small for this. Um, but that was like another one that I was trying to. Those are like the two main ones that like are burned in my brain. Okay. I know um, you would think that I'd be like the castle, but I'm like, nope, it was these creepy well, things that I've got. <laughs> unless you were four or five or six years old when the 20th anniversary K Castle was around. Yeah. Um, that would be jarring. Then maybe that would be like your big memory. I mean, I do remember that castle. Not, yeah. I, I don't know. So uh, 25 would have been 96. So at that yeah. point, I was like nine or 10, we were, depending. We were nine and a half. School. What? I think we were, we were in middle school. Yeah, right I was now. basically driving a car at that point. No, middle school. No, nine years old. You're in like elementary school. So it's like fifth grade, fifth, sixth grade, fifth grade, maybe. I feel like 96, I was in sixth grade. Could be. I might have been. Who knows? So anyway, um, anyway. on my list for sure was the uh, the jumping water fountains. Um, I think that was it for Epcot, although maybe not because I know I'm sure we've talked about this at some point, but I mean, I really, really remember being a kid. So here's how I know I was young. This is before my sister was alive. So she was born when I was about seven and a half. And I'm sure okay. we didn't travel for like the last four or five months of my mom's pregnancy. So although we, my mom was pregnant when we went to Magic Kingdom, but she wasn't showing yet. So she, I don't know. At the time, I wasn't old enough to know any of that. Right. But Maybe she was like four, five-ish months pregnant, right? Like not like big belly. And uh, somehow they found out on Splash Mountain after she was like, as she was like about to board and they and they, they booted her. Weird, right? Um, yeah, that is weird. But anyway. Also, side note, Doug's first Disney trip, he was in the womb. In the womb. He wasn't womb. tall enough to ride and yet there he was. Anyway, uh, where was it going with this? Oh, so I know that I was young because all of these memories were, were from before my sister being around. So at most I was seven, but I... Looking at the years of some of these things, I was more likely to be around five or six. But this particular memory, um, I remember so many times trying to get on the monorail, waiting to board the monorail, watching it pull in to see if the front car was full. Mm. And even if it was or wasn't, we would go up to the cast member. Um, and I like, I, it's funny, as an adult, I hate going up to people and asking questions and asking things. But as a kid, I was like, excuse me, sir. Yeah. God, can we ride in the front? Is the front open? Can we ride in the front? Yes, sir. sir, can we ride in the front? Yeah, because um, you could back then, and it yes. was awesome. I feel oh like I gosh. did that once. I think we did it once. We maybe, did it so many times because we would go like with our neighbors and stuff. Like they would. Yeah. I just remember as a kid, we would You're go like, as a family. Me, man. I knew what's going on. Yeah. So what we would do is we would go in sometimes. I mean, we would do it multiple times in the trip, and sometimes we would be staying at the Contemporary, which was a luxury. Now that I look back, I don't know how that ever happened. But um, the best was taking the monorail from the Ticket Transportation Center to Epcot, sitting in the front because it was a long ride. Right, it's the right. longest ride you're going to get without yeah. like just pretending that you're about to go to the next stop and not getting off. Um, and I just remember that there were some times when the parents would just go in the regular cabin and just the kids would go be in the there. front with right. the pilot. Happen today. It would never happen today. And not just, I mean, especially today because they're not going to put us in there because of COVID, but like just in general, they stopped doing. And we had on uh, John on our cast member uh, episode, John and Peyton, and John was a pilot and he was telling us that it's not great show, which is a, disney term that just means like it's not ready to be seen mm -hmm. by the public right so i don't think it's basically hasn't happened in a while but i so vividly yeah. remember sitting in the front as a little as a little kid like uh there was another one on your list that um is an earlier memory for me too Wait, is it the breakfast going. is it yes it is at because the polynesian I remember, I remember i spent i don't know what episode we talked about it but i was like i found pictures from it yes. i mean i was like i was for sure in middle school at the time but that was like one of my earliest big family trip ones and we did that um, i have the i want to get on? it wait hold on talk amongst yourselves i have a button for this so we're talking about min minis menahune 
at Menahune, the yeah. Polynesian. It was a, bre- a character was, dining uh, breakfast, was, I think. Yeah, it was a breakfast. Um, I'm going to get my button. Hold on. Okay. It was what Ohana was. Um, not Ohana. It was what was there before Ohana. Um, and yeah, it was just a character breakfast. I remember, I mean, my biggest thing that I'm the takeaway from that was that my cousin was terrified of Chip, but not Dale. <laughs> like he was just a little, he was probably mm, two or three. And like, oh I mean, I'm talking in tears, terrified of only one of them. When the other one walked, walked over, it was fine. But when the other one walked over, it was like, nope, complete meltdown. And oh I, I just gosh. never understood that. <laughs> Um, I found the pin. Okay, awesome. So um, I don't know if they gave this out to everybody or just we were harassing people till they gave it to us. But it's this, uh, I had breakfast with Minnie from the Disney's Polynesian Resort. And if you look at the date, I don't know if you can even see it. It says it there somewhere. uh, 1990. Okay. So we were five, I was like five-ish, four or five. Yeah, I think we just did it later, like when I was still there. But obviously they're all decked out in like Hawaiian attire. Like it was a luau kind of thing. Mm -hmm. I do that because i'm like all i remember was getting off the monorail and going straight into this restaurant and so i'm like i knew it had to have been somewhere off the monorail like it took me forever to figure out what it was because i feel like i had asked a bunch of people and they were like i don't know what you're talking about and i'm like (laughs) it was breakfast they were all dressed in hawaiian gear it was off the monorail somebody help me yes obviously discontinued and then for a while it was ohana for dinner and then ohana breakfast with mickey and friends stitch right and stuff um, by the way, unrelated to that, word on the street is that the bread pudding dessert from the Ohana dinner is available at Kona Cafe, the neighboring restaurant there at the Polynesian. Yeah. And uh, it's not on the menu. You have to ask for it. And it's only available while supplies last, while the bread pudding lasts, basically. I have heard that it's been available there forever. Are you saying? I don't know. Well, no, it definitely wasn't a normal dessert there. Pre- Pre-COVID, I don't think you can get it there. You can only get it at Ohana. It used to be available at the Tam- Tambu uh, Lounge right next door. Um, yes. I don't know that it isn't or is not there, but I read, I did read today that it's Whatever. there. Isn't the whole resort closed? Uh, no, um, technically no. So the lobby area has re- is like uh, under a minimal closure, I guess, or partial closure, okay. partial closure, because the villas at the Polynesian are still open. So you can still stay there just in the DVC portion. But... Captain Cook's is open. Kona is open. Ohana is not open. I don't think the lounge is open. I did um, not know gift shops are open. All of it was closed. So they're redoing it. So it's probably not looking too great, but it is, it's open. Right. But as time goes on, I might become more restrictive there. I don't know. Right. Also, uh, if you've never had the pulled pork nachos at Captain Cook's, you are missing out. Missing out. That dish is the jam. Anyways, what else you got? One other thing that, well, I have a couple actually. Um, let's go over to Hollywood Studios. I remember two things about this as a kid. So MPM. I don't know why, but just Hollywood Studios was the park where we would go to renew our annual passes. And I wonder, because knowing my mom, she probably knew which park would have the longest line to do it. And Magic Kingdom or the Ticket and Transportation Center, wherever you would get your pass, I'm sure was the longest because it's the most popular park. And in 1989 is when it opened, right? So yeah. um, this must be 1990 or 91. or Actually, no. You know what? I think about it. It had to have been like 93, which I would have been seven or eight because at age two, one and two, you don't need a pass. Anyway, so listen. So we would go to Hollywood Studios to renew our annual passes as a kid. And one thing I remember about that is you used to get your picture taken. So you'd have to go like, you know, school style, so sit in a room with a with a photo, and then they would print out your photo on the pass. And I know my mom still has them somewhere, but oh there's got to be someone else out here listening to this who remembers that. I don't know if you were going back then or had annual passes back then, but you would just get your pass and have your, your photo on it. And for a while, that was my only photo ID. Like, <laughs> You're like, I got my Disney ID. I'll got take my that. Disney thing. ID. That's so funny. Um, also uh, at... Also, and called Hollywood Studios back then. Oh, sorry, but Disney's MGM I'm, Studios. I'm not bitter about it or anything. Do you? Rem- I mean, I remember the hat and the wand. Do you I remember do that? remember the wait the hat and the wand. Oh, the or, like the sorry. big the yes the big hat that was a um that yes was a that was 15 years in so that was for the yeah. 15th anniversary and then it lasted until like the 30th I think or, yeah was that it or was it for the 10th 15th? No, who cares no one cares so the big Epcot, like wand with I do hand. remember the big Epcot wand but that was in 2000 so I would have been a teenager yeah. then one other thing I remember as a kid and this was um I had to do a little research on here I don't know if this was 89 or 90 I was tough to pinpoint the year so I was four or five ish um you may remember there was a back lot studio tour yeah. at MGM Studios. 
And one of the many things about it was that it included the facade for the Golden Girls house, which I didn't understand and appreciate at the time because I didn't watch it. Anyway, um, for like the longest time you were witnessing them, you got to watch them film a fake scene from Pearl Harbor. Like that was the most recent, I think, scene. And then you go into Catastrophe Canyon where the truck blows up in front of you and then then water everywhere. Right. Fine. But when we went this year, they were doing uh, like the film that they were pretending to do a scene for was Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. So my brother and I were chosen to be actors, if you will, in it. And the scene that we were, quote, filming included a big giant like hornet or yellow jacket or a bee of some kind. So if you if you don't know what I'm talking about, you can go Google this. If you Google the Honey, I Shrunk the Kids backlot tour, um, mm-hmm. you'll see it's this big like prop of a big bee. And when, you know, one of the days we, we were there, we got chosen and we got to sit on this big bee. And I'm sure I was a fine actor. And that's why I've landed so many of their acting gigs since then. Exactly that's zero. Right. Um so if you remember that, let me know, because I sometimes think, was that a dream? Because it's if you didn't know, like, if just looking back now, if I didn't confirm that that actually existed, I would have just guessed maybe it was a dream, because it's very you're weird. Like, you're like, Mom, where was your camera then? Come on. Yeah, this was a big it was moment. It was in the late this 80s. A, People had cameras. That's right. They had video cameras. I mean, nowadays, it would, like, everyone would have their phone out. And yes. You'd be tagged and oh, stuff. Oh, my gosh. I do. I definitely remember that. Now, the rest of that trip, I don't know, but I remember that. Yeah. And one last thing I want to I'm going to mention um, before we get to our Instagram responses and and what we learned from people on Reddit was the Delta Dream Flight attraction at Magic Kingdom in Tomorrowland, which is now Buzz Lightyear Space Ranger Spin. I really remember that ride. I don't I know don't why. Thing about that ride, I think that's one of the ones that I'm like, don't remember. <laughs> I think we must have done it because I I'm guessing it wasn't a long line attraction, and yeah. it was right next to the People Mover, which was our jam. Still is our jam, even though it's not open. And um, we just did it a lot. It's an omni. It was an omni mover ride, so I'm sure the wait time was low. This is, you know, I don't. By the way, off topic. Um, sometimes I hear some people say that the crowds weren't always this crowd. The uh, parks weren't always this crowded. I remember them being not crowded when I was little. I was. I literally today I'm watching videos from the 90s. Packed. The parks just are jam packed. I standing in line with Space Mountain like. I was going to die there. Yeah. Like, I remember being like, I'm going to die in this tunnel. <laughs> like there, I mean, there's just, yeah. So that's why I, I, I think it's because we've been so spoiled with fast pass now. Yes. That we don't remember. Oh like the only way to ride these rides when we were little was to wait in the line. Wait. So I'm watching these videos just to like jog my memory a little bit. And I'm watching this parade, which we'll talk about an Easter parade because of uh, something someone submitted. And it's, rows of people like three rows deep lined up on main street now now you can't even get that many people to line up because there's not that many people in the park but so when i hear people say it's crowded now or even just before i'm like oh my gosh it was crowded the whole time it's been crowded for years for decades yes yeah so anyway we did delta dream flight over in tomorrowland and there's this one scene that i remember so vividly and when it came up on the screen today when i was watching a a pov of it i was like oh my god this is my childhood (laughs) If you've ever been on it before, those of you who have been on it, maybe you remember this. It's right before you take off because it's about flying, right? And you're looking into this light, and I guess it's supposed to resemble like, okay, I don't know airplanes, okay? Like the big spinning thing that's on the wing. I want to say it might be called a turbine, tur- turb something. Okay. That, I think yeah. it's supposed to resemble that like you're going through it or something. I don't know. But it's this right. big light that's shining down on you, and it's and spinning, and like it just creates this effect. And then the tunnel that you, quote, take off in, I believe is the tunnel now in... Um, Buzz Lightyear where you're really not doing anything you know it's like that yeah, odd I hate that lull tunnel. and I'm always like it's because of the ride before and they just yes. I don't because I think when it first opened like yeah those projections probably look probably looked really cool but we all know how great Disney is about yeah. replacing bulbs and projections yes it could be so I'm cool like, but I just I so I rewatched it today and I was like with my eyes wide open like oh my gosh this yeah. was this I feel like that defined my Magic Kingdom trips and it's not even like this wasn't like a great ride right I mean it was fun but yeah, like it's not this life changing event but I remember it so else, vividly. Something else that I just thought of that I was like, I remember this too, was Body Wars. Oh, gosh. That was like something else that was burned in my brain was uh, riding Body Wars. Yes. Because <laughs> it was so weird. I remember being like, this is weird. Yes. This you know is what? like magic school bus type someone, stuff. <laughs> someone mentioned that. So let's get into our, let's we'll yeah. go up to the uh, Reddit responses first because I believe it was someone on Reddit um, that I mentioned that. Yeah. Names, uh, but yeah, these usernames for these people. Great. So this <laughs> this person, uh, username Fry is my guy. Don't know. Uh, six years old, screaming bloody murder after riding Body Wars. That was their. That's their earliest Disney memory. What a Disney memory that one is. <laughs> like that. That's, that's your. Awesome. That's your biggest one. 
I mean, it's funny that you say sc- screaming bloody murder because it was body wars. Yeah, you're like shrunk down to the size of blood cells. You are, like, you are an infection. <laughs> it legit is like, I feel like there were many of those types of scenes in uh, the Magic School Bus. Did y'all have to watch that when you were in school? Yes. Yeah, love it. Um, I'm going to go. Are you ready for the ne- another one? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to go up to this one because I love the name, but it's Fluffy Bunny 22. <laughs> says, I was three and my grandfather and I were sharing a Welch's great popsicle with me sitting on a trash can outside of Tiki Birds. It was the best popsicle I've ever had, and I've never had anything that tasted anywhere near as good. My grandfather loved the Tiki Birds, and he, t- uh, he took me when I was three, four, and five. My son is named after him, and we do the Tiki's every trip. Love I think that. that's kind of cool. The tiki room. Isn't it funny that this person remembers the grape popsicle? Like that probably is the anchor to that memory. You know, when you have something like that, like I want to say the best beer of it, like the best beer you could ever have is like in a baseball stadium. Yeah. I mean, it's just like just you know, it just tastes better. Like, and dude, those grape popsicles were the jam, especially Welch's. Mm, those were the jam. I am curious though what this person thought of the tiki room. So I know that their grandfather took them to right. it. But as a three, four, and a five-year-old, what is going through your mind when you're watching the Tiki Bird, the Enchanted Tiki Room? Because, like, it's, as an adult, it's a little bizarre. I love it, but it's a little strange. Was this one of the popsicles that was shaped in, like, the Mickey shapes? Oh, I don't know. Like, the Fat Five? Do you remember those? I do remember those, yes. I used to get those. It was, like, Goofy and Mickey and Minnie and Donald. Yeah, the Fat Five. Probably not because it was Welch's. Well, actually, no, I think Welch's was the brand. I have to look it up, but Could anyways. Be. Some brand. If All not, right. then it's the Popsicle brand. Yeah. Um, I also think it's cool that they named uh, their son after the grandfather, and they do Tiki trips with them, and they get to carry on this Enchanted Tiki Room son's tradition. Name. Their son's name is Tiki Bird. Yeah. Um, we'll go to this next one. Username, not about the pasta 2020. I, I don't know. And I feel like, should I be saying these usernames? Is that some type I don't of like... Know. I I'm like... Are these like sexual references? That's what that I was going to say. Or like, <laughs> is this, uh, am I making reference to some internet gang? I don't know. So no, um, this person says, I remember being denied to get on Splash Mountain and getting a pass to go to the front of the line the following year. I, I was so excited. And I thought about this and they probably weren't tall enough, right? Because obviously this is an early memory. But oh, yeah. I don't think this was like a common practice. I think the, ga- the cast members is probably being nice. And yeah, uh, were written a little, little interesting. Yeah, I put I that. It was like they were telling them the story about how the year before they weren't able to get on. And so that's why they were like, let's make Well, some they could give you a piece of paper. So I don't know if they had these back then, but there is something called the no strings attached. It's a little yellow piece of paper that is could be whatever, basically, with, with you know, limitations. So if it said yeah. this is bas- essentially a fast pass, then, then it is. Right. Interesting. Okay. Um, the Scientist 52. It's the underscore scientist. Oh yeah, very important detail. Uh, yes, sir. I was four when I went to Walt Disney World for the first time. I remember characters coming to our table at the Crystal Palace and my dad chasing down Eeyore when he skipped us. <laughs> and that's my only memory from that trip. I was six or seven the next time, and I have way more memories from that one. My most vivid is eating the um, at the lunching pad in Tomorrowland during a huge storm. Someone in line with us for Buzz Lightyear had wanted everyone, sorry, had warned everyone that a storm was coming. So after riding, we rushed over to find a seat out of the rain. Ooh, you must be a youngin, but there you go. Like six and seven remembered way more. I, when I read this, I just pictured like someone coming up to the kid and be like on the shoulder and the kid turns <laughs> around. The guy's like, there's a storm coming <laughs> and that's it. And the guy was never seen. He was smoking a cigarette. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, fun fact. I've never been to the Crystal Palace. It's, not <gasps> oh, it's coming back. It's making its grand return oh. in like a month. Yeah, I mean, but I feel like it's one of those restaurants that you see on Instagram or like whatever all the time. It photographs well. It's a great aesthetic. Well, Winnie the Pooh is like real popular. I don't it's remember weird the that food. Winnie the Pooh like became so popular again after our generation. I don't know because it's not, I don't know. I didn't even see the new Christopher Robin movie, but I don't know what's keeping it relevant other than it just being like an old sentimental thing. I do like that this person's memory, though, it revolves around getting out of the way of a storm that they were warned about from a stranger. Like, that's interesting to me. I mean, who doesn't love that? Yes. Anyways. And I'm sure there are lots of parents that were chasing down characters. That's that's probably the scenes that you remember as a kid for, like, a lot of people. Okay. Next is just short and simple. This person's username is Mary with an I. Mm-hmm. I was five on my first trip. I remember all the dwarves were out. I was terrified of the characters in suits, and I refused to get any pictures or autographs from any of them besides Dopey. I also loved Space Mountain and putting my arms up. 
I remember my mom sitting behind me yelling at me to hold on. At 23 years old, I no longer ride Space Mountain because it's too jerky for me. Oh, sad bah, bah, day. Bah. And I had responded to this when I was like, I, I remember being scared to put my arms up specifically too. So I don't blame your mom for yelling at you, even though. Because like there's the bars are like right over your yeah, head. Yeah. Well, you can't see. Can't it see. feels like it's right there. And as an adult, you know that it's safe. And as a kid, your arms are shorter. So I don't know. I obviously un overestimated the length of my arms. They were never going to hit anything. <laughs> too jerky? Never. The back seat like of that point, is jerky. Yeah. I feel like at this point it's. I feel like you. I've ridden it so many times that I know like which mm -hmm. way to kind of lean. Yes. So maybe it's not as, but like if you don't really know what's going on, yeah, like your back's gonna. Hurt when yeah, you, you gotta go know. You gotta know where to how to situate yourself to absorb some of the turns um, and drops. Okay, here's one that I'm like I don't I don't know if this is a sexual reference or I not. I think but this is a Taco Bell Taco Bell reference. Okay, Baja got a blast. <laughs> is the name. Wait, can early... we stop right there? So Baja <laughs> Blast is a. I get correct me if I'm wrong, somebody, but I think it's a it's a, a right. line of Mountain Dew, and I used to get it all the time at back in the day when I went to uh, Taco Bell. But the Gata Blast, I think, is referring to them having to go to the bathroom. So that's why I love this username. It's not me, by the way. This is not. <laughs> it's not secretly me. You sure it's not you? Nope. I don't believe you. Anyway, my earliest memories when I was four and my family and I went to the Very Merry Christmas Party. We searched all over for all the characters to get their autographs and we found Fairy Godmother. I was obsessed with Cinderella. She gave me a pixie dust and told me to close my eyes, make a and throw the handful of glitter to the air. As I did, I was told um, and then cried for the next hour per my mom because I was upset the sparklers were gone. Uh, she said it was also the first time I ever ate a hot dog. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, everybody loves hot dogs. What yeah, a range of memories. Obsessed with Cinderella. Obsessed with Cinderella. She was Cinderella. super excited about her godmother. And then I'm sure her mother wanted to cry after um, all that glitter. Because let me tell you something. You can't get the glitter out. It's like, I don't know how all these people do the Bippity Boppity Boutique. And oh, then it's gosh. like, there's just glitter everywhere. And you're finding it for months. <laughs> they say glitter is the herpes of the arts and crafts industry. Because it just, it always yeah. comes back. It's true. That's can't true. get rid of it. Um, no, I joke for you. <laughs> and uh, the first time she ever ate a hot dog, what a, what a week, huh? You get sparkles. I think I feel like I said I you said, said sparklers, sparklers, but yeah, she was upset the sparkles she were gone. Said that the sparkles were gone. Sorry, Ugh, the glitter was gone. <laughs> um, let's move on to Nana Osaki 06, hmm. who says I was just a hair too short to ride a few rides my first trip. I was four. However, I could ride Big Thunder. It became my favorite ride, and I rode it again and again and again. From that trip came my infamous proposal to Michelangelo, the Ninja, <laughs> the Ninja Turtle. Turtle. So, jokingly, yes, everyone. If you don't remember the Ninja Turtles were at Disney for a yes. while. Yes. So, a couple of things. Want to have some sound? If you're wondering what it was like to hear the Ninja Turtles in a park, I brought a little sound for this particular one. But I do want to mention that I responded to this person and I said, "Did they even notice you proposed, or were they too busy ordering pizza?" Because in the show. Part of like the the gag in the show is that Michelangelo is supposed to do something, but he's on his big Zach Morris size phone ordering pizza. So yes. I don't know if I doubt this person remembers it because not everyone's a nerd like me. And um, they just said, well, we were right next to the pizza place. So he probably wasn't paying attention at all. I'm like, OK, well, now we've ruined the joke. But anyway, I brought some sound from um, back way back then. So, yes, you were able to do a meet and greet. They also did a show like a five minute Okay, if you want to laugh, okay, go on YouTube, type in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Hollywood Studios 1990 or whatever, and watch their stage show, watch them dance. So Ninja Turtles, I don't want to say like, you know, kind of rough, generally like in the sh in the movies and cartoons, right? Yeah. Fine. But now they're like doing choreographed dances and it's hilarious and they got Disney-fied. But anyway, they were there for um, five years, 1990 to 1995. Yeah. They did their little ninja dance and then they posed for photos and stuff. But here's a little bit of sound of what it was like to have the Ninja Turtles back in like the Streets of America area of Hollywood Studios. Yeah. Hey, everybody. Here they are. The Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And here comes April singing. By the way, they're heroes in a half shell and they're green. They're Jeez. heroes in a half shell and they're green. She's like really getting into it. <laughs> oh my gosh, I love it. Um, 
One last, uh, one last thing. Um, this is a little bit more of the audio of, uh, I think this is the bit with Michelangelo. Are you ordering pizza again? April, get him off the phone. And now, let's hear it for April O'Neil with Mr. Party, Michelangelo. Come on down, you two, and see all your friends. It sounds like a cult. So robotic. <laughs> yeah. Come on down, you two, and, and see your friends. See your friends. And he's a really bad animatronic. Yeah, it's weird. They were Are replaced. you ordering pizza again? Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, they were replaced by the uh, Power Rangers for a while. Can I take us on a rabbit trail for a second? Yeah. Um, you mentioned Zach Morris and Mark yes. Paul Gossier is um, doing a new podcast. Doug was telling me about this. So he started doing a new podcast and it's about like his character. Like he's going because he's never watched Saved by the Bell. Okay. Oh, he so acted he's, in all. Yeah, yeah. He's this is his first time. He's going through and he's watching each episode and they're doing a podcast on it. Oh my god. Well, gosh. there's a, there's a show that this YouTuber did um a while back and it's called Zach Morris's Trash. So like my immediate like question was, is it with the dude from and he was like, and guess who it's with? No. So there's there's a guy and he goes back to every episode and it's called Zach it's like Zach Morris is trash and it goes through and talks about like how terrible he is yeah. as a friend. <laughs> it's hilarious. So he's doing a podcast with that guy. Oh my gosh. So I don't, I don't know. Tell me what it's gonna be called, but I don't remember. But I just think it's funny that he's never yeah. watched the show. So Oh my gosh. Anyways. Okay. Uh rabbit trail over. Let's get back on track. Okay. I'm we gonna have do one last Reddit one. Yeah. Pristine object. Yeah, whatever that means. Okay. I was four, nineteen eighty nine. She's our age or whoever this person is. Mm -hmm. Um, eating a sour sweet pineapple popsicle at Magic Kingdom. The first time I had anything pineapple flavored, paving the way for Dole Whip. Hmm. Hmm, you go. Getting a hug from Pooh, my fave. Seeing the monorail come into the contemporary. That was also, yeah, that's also kind of like jarring if you don't like know what's happening. Mm -hmm. Riding the people mover over and over, still the goat. Um, did I write this? Is this a review <laughs> that I wrote? Um, Spaceship Earth lit up at night, the rainbow tunnel and imagination, and the dancing fountains. Uh, the kitchen cabaret song, the veggie fruit fruit, uh, classic Mickey balloons, and so many yellow ponchos. Yes, the yellow ponchos. Mm. This was before it. Um, I'm just kidding. I don't remember what, what year it came out, but gotta love those yellow ponchos, especially the ones I think said like Disney on them. They were like yes. the Disney. They were probably they... super thick. It was like the OG version of the ponchos. Yeah. Um, the dancing fountain. I wonder if I don't know if she's talking about what we were talking about or the Fountain View uh, Fountain, no. um, fountain View. in the center of Epcot, yeah, Epcot, which might be it. Probably that one. So I'm thinking, yeah. There's a lot of stuff. Obviously, still think that. People Mover is the goat, greatest of all time. I don't remember Kitchen Cabaret, but Doug remembers um, it. I do. I'm trying to pull up a quick video of it to see if we can get to that song. Hold on. Here we go. That veggie, veggie, fruit, fruit uh, most recently could have been heard in, um, in Epcot Forever. They did like a quick little nod to that attraction. Yeah, see, I don't remember anything about that. Um, she also, I assume it's a she. I don't know why. Uh, anyway, this person <laughs> said uh, classic Mickey balloon. So if it's what I'm thinking, when I was a kid, I remember them being like that metallic silver color. Like that to me, if you if you were to tell me to picture a Mickey right. balloon, it's the big Mylar style balloon that was silvery. Right. Um, and I saw some of them in the video I was watching today. I think it was from 1990. So I wonder, if, I assume that's what she was talking about. Yeah. Awesome. All right. All right. Should we move to, yeah, let's our, go to our, our Insta okay. ones? Uh, this one was from Emily in Mouse Gear. I, I typoed in the notes. It says Emily in Mouse okay, Here. Like, what a it's, weird it's a gear. Uh, running in the rain at Dixie Landings when she was four years old. Are you familiar with the Dixie Landings Resort? No idea what Dixie It is Land now known as uh, Port Orleans Riverside. Okay. Okay. This was Dixie back in Land. the day. I spent. That was like one of our go-to resorts. We went down the yellow pool slide plenty of times. Uh, those mm -hmm. of you who have been there know. I don't know if it's still yellow, but it was always yellow, at least in my memory. Um, and we love that resort because it had a pool. So this could have been me, but it was not. It was Emily. That's funny. Um, the dis. Sorry, that Disney ghoul says getting lost in Animal Kingdom at the age of ten. I'm like, Whew. that's all we get. 
I'm going to need a story. I need here. more story. And I, I don't know if I that asked for follow up. Cool, whoever you are, we're going to need an, another story. If you're going to, if you want to DM us, you yeah. want to know exactly what this all involves. How um, did you get found? What happened? Yes. Come on. Are you still lost? Are you now t- right. responding to us on Instagram via like a gra- some underground bunker in Elm Kingdom? Yeah, that's right. With internet access and Wi-Fi. So uh, this next one is from S.P. Doyle, who says uh, the only thing they remember is River Country at age two. Mm. You you did River Country, right? I have only done River Country in my nightmares because it is terrifying to me. Listen, I have an irrational fear of lake water. So this uh, is okay. a water park built out of my actual nightmares. Yeah. And it is, yeah. and I would I would never do it. Never in a million years would you catch me in River Country. But it, it closed in 2001, so you can't do it now if you wanted to. Um, this one is from Meg the Imagineer and she says pin trading or sorry, the pin trading event at the contemporary, it was kids only. So adults had to stand behind ropes. Could you imagine? I, wish. I know. I was like, That's kind of cool. That is kind of cool. No, sir. You cannot cross this line. No, no, Nowadays, sir. It'll be like Karen asking for the manager because she oh, has okay. to hold her child's hand. <laughs> anyway, moving on. <laughs> moving on. So this one's from Neverland Local. Pete, you may follow him on Instagram. Um, there's a little bit to this cause I had to ask him, I had to naturally I had to ask some follow up questions, but he said he remembers being five or six being picked out of the Easter crowd and quote thrown in jail in the parade. So naturally I was like, what you talking about? So yeah. I, he clarified it a little bit and I did some research and I watched a YouTube video of it. And sure enough, the Easter parade included a segment with some Keystone cops. So like the British, like the ones that would be like running. Yeah. Like comically well, it's, like a, it's yeah. like a very famous yes like he's cops a very famous yes um, so they're the ones that like they just the one trips and they all fall over each other like yeah. that kind of thing so in the in the parade in the like in the official televised easter parade chip and dale are the ones they get thrown in but in other parades guests would be put into this moving police wagon um and and pete says he was he was in the parade for a little bit so he, you know he travels down the road a little bit with it before he's actually re- quote released yeah. Um, and the cart, you know, the, the, the funny thing about the cops, if you go and watch a video of it, at least in the televised Easter day version of it, um, the Keystone cops, like some of them are att- attempting, you know, to catch the bad guy, let's say, which in this instance is Chippendale, generally speaking. But, um, the other batch of the Keystone cops are all playing instruments. They're like walking down main street, playing the saxophone and stuff. And it's like, yeah. what kind of cop is that? It's like- what are you doing disney <laughs> what are you doing someone was on some Easter type of apparently keystone cops have something to do with easter well yeah they're arresting the easter bunny for uh, littering i guess um okay the next one is from dream is a wish a dream is a wish all right i it says i was eight and remember pulling to the contemporary and seeing all the topiaries i remember the butter was in the shape of mickey that was funny. And she says, uh, this was at the top of the world restaurant. So yeah. Um, that's when you were living fancy then. I had to look it up because, because your girl was the type we had lunch. We had like peanut butter sandwiches in the <laughs> car. So we won't, we won't be eating in the contemporary. No, I don't, I didn't eat there either, but, um, the top of the world restaurant was there from 1971 to 1993. It eventually became uh, California grill. But right. the um, I just was curious about this. So I did a little just a little quick a little reading up on this. And um, up at that restaurant at night, they actually had something they called Broadway at the top where they would have performers yeah. sing Broadway songs. Yeah, yeah we t- I'm sure we talked about this and I don't I even was know like, what. what? <laughs> yeah, just bizarre. So it eventually was replaced uh, or renamed, I should say, rethemed, like reimagined. Of, yeah, like when you think of theming and stuff, there's just some things that you were like, what? Yeah. Like what? What was the reference here? Well, that and like singing Broadway songs to people at a Disney resort is just kind of strange because how, like, it's not on brand, so to speak. But also, how many, right. like, how much of, how much what does the general Disney public know? know? I wouldn't know what a Broadway right. song. Yeah, that's true. That's but I know true. a lot of people do, and I get that. If there were obviously, if there were Disney versions of Broadway, like, I, then of course, because you kind of know the Disney music anyway. Yeah. Um, user AJ Honet four having breakfast on Empress Lily. I was probably five or six. And I looked this one up too, because I was curious because I thought, and I'm going to stupidly admit this in case someone else thought this too. I was like, Oh, I wonder if the ferry boat in the rivers of America and magic kingdom was docked for a while. And it was a restaurant. It was not the Empress Lily was a, a restaurant at Disney Springs. You may know it as the uh, Fulton's crab house and now a paddlefish. Yeah. So it's a stationary thing. It's not a real boat, but it's a boat. It opened in 1977 and was christened by Lillian Disney herself. 
She was actually there. It was obviously was named after her, but she was actually a part of its opening, which is kind of cool. It was also one of the first locations to do a character dining experience, which is like interesting because it's not in a park. It was at a. I wonder if this person like they they did it as a character dining at that point. I don't know. Could be. And uh, as you know, it closed. Well, it closed, but it was 1995. It became Fulton's Crab House in 96. And then more recently became Paddlefish. Okay, this is Jill Nazer. Is mm-hmm. that how you say? It? That is a former coworker of yours. Yeah, she happened to respond. Jill! Yeah, she worked with me at a Disney Vacation Club. She said she remembers being terrified of Honey I Shrunk the Audience when I was like eight. Yes, um, and I wish Jill were here because I would remind her that she hasn't grown since then. She's kind of short. So, um, Honey I Shrunk the Audience we briefly talked about because it was in the same theater as Captain EO. But do you remember it at all? Did you happen yeah. to go to it? And I was like, it's funny that this is the second time we've like mentioned some of this stuff because this uh, this is my um history fact for, for oh, the day. Fancy. You know, like all these are in here, and I was like, I've actually pulled it up for a history fact. Yeah, um, I totally remember it because it's just it's it was like one of those first experiences where things happen to you at your seat yes. that you're not like really ready for. So yes. it was like one of those like groundbreaking, like oh my gosh, it's so cool because all this stuff happens like in your seat. I like, wish. You, you're watching this like show because it was 3d wasn't it it was 3d but we can call it 4d because just like film right. magic now where like some scents were blown out right and the theater shakes oh, like, and stuff yeah. but in this particular show and it's not a spoiler because it's not even it's not happening again i don't think but um part of the the gig and the uh, the the gag in the show was that mice were or rat or rats whatever were um multiplied cloned so they were running through the audience and the lights went out so there were strings in the um chairs that would come out and whip you as if it was a tail a rat of a tail or a mouse whatever and it would smack your leg and everyone would scream because it was scary it's kind of like it's tough to be a bug where you know the stingers come out you know like that kind of thing yeah i was like and if you're a child and you're like you don't it hasn't hit you yet and you don't know what people are screaming about yeah that's like like, so that was when i learned it's okay to sit Indian style. Oh, I'm sorry. Crisscross applesauce on um, on those yeah. chairs because I would. Then I felt I felt like the cool kid because I knew yeah. what was coming. You this was not was my coming. first rodeo, guys. All right, you're next. And uh, again, shout out to Jill. And then next is Colleen. That Colleen. Um, I was like six, and I was scared of Epcot's fireworks, and ran into the bathroom. Almost got lost. Good thing <laughs> oh, she didn't. Get, she was found. Come a long way, Colleen. We're so glad you're okay. Yes. Um, the next one is from the Disney Dinks. Julie and Andrea, we've had them on the show before. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, number one, they said, meeting Minnie in my Minnie outfit and being so proud to show her that we matched. I assume that was Andrew of Julie and Andrew. Andrew, gosh, love it. Um, <laughs> two, I was four. Mom went to say hi to Captain Hook and I lost my poop. <laughs> I thought he would hurt her. <laughs> I, I edited that. They didn't use the word poop. Um, they Yeah. You know, I can understand why people get scared by Captain Hook and other villains. I'm like curious what this looked like. I'm assuming that's Andrew that said that. And I'm like, what did that look like? Did you run over? And you're like, no, don't no. touch my. How dare you? Um, our you last were. earliest memory um, that we're going to mention is from Fueled by Magic 7. Shout out to Sarah. Um, Sarah says, literally skipping through Epcot with my mom after her Excedrin kicked in. I was seven. Now, this is particularly nice because I know for a fact that her mom listens to this. So I just want you to know that oh. your daughter, Sarah, just remembers you popping pills in That's Epcot. Right. That's her memory. Excedrin, but, you know, back then it could have been anything. Could have been anything. It's funny. This, this <laughs> was Excedrin a thing back then? Let's hmm. go back. No. Mom's eyes were really bloodshot back then. Mom, she was really excited after <laughs> that. <laughs> My gosh. So uh, thank you to everyone out there like reminded me of some things that i was like oh yeah i forgot about that or i, I didn't know about, about that. these things yeah. yeah i think we might do this again later on to get some more stuff because yeah. there are, i as we're recording this there are more people responding to the reddit post um so i yeah. know we'll be able to get more and i'm sure i'll think of more what i really want to do is go look at some old photos and stuff to jog my memory a little bit which is that cheating if i remember things not photo photographed yeah where did that picture come from the picture you posted of you when you were little Oh, I don't know. I just, I happen to be going through an old phone and I don't know where in Disney that is, but that's the hat. If you are yeah. watching our Instagram story, I posted about how we're soliciting, you know, for this. And I found that old hat and blah, 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 blah. And I wound up finding a picture of me in that hat as a kid. It looks like a little Greg. little Greg with lots, lot of mushroom cut, like bowl cut hair out of control. I had a hat on. You couldn't see it. Take my word for it. Um, I think I might've been in Magic Kingdom. Someone responded thinking that maybe it was Crystal oh Palace. God. Because of where the fence was, like that low fence, which yeah. is like I feel 
only have that there. I don't know. Could be. Um, you got a, a news nug, right? So let's do some uh, yeah. some news nuggets. News nuggets. All right, what you got? <gasps> Joe Rody is retiring. <gasps> oh news my today. god. So, just turned 65. Um, he's been with the Walt Disney Company for over 40 years. So he um, began as a model designer in the planning of Epcot, which opened in 1982. So he's been doing the thing for a long time. And he's just uh, basically in the article, I think it was the Orlando Sentinel that um, posted the article about mm-hmm. it, like his announcement. Um, but I think he wants to travel. He definitely said he wants to go back to Nepal because that was like one of his favorite things. I mean, yeah. I'm sure he's still going to help on some things, but he just won't be like in that position. Yeah. He's given us the best, man. He has. He's he's like those. He's one of the types of people where, although no one is truly irreplaceable, but you can't like duplicate that, right? Like he's he's contributed so much. What I really like about this, I found out the news from TikTok. You know where we all get go to get our hard hitting news, because still to this day, still to this day, so many people are bitter about the Yeti not functioning in. Yeah, he did say I I said he wasn't like I'm going to do this and then be done, but. Maybe he is. I don't know because his last day is January fourth. It's not gonna happen. Uh, it's not gonna happen. No, it's not gonna happen. But he did say uh, they did like report his last like official day will be January fourth. Um, I mean, he just said he's like, yeah, there's a b- million things that I want to do, but there's only so much time in yes. life to do things. So I think he's, I don't know, maybe just realizing like he wants to focus on some other things, maybe family, who knows? Especially yeah. after this year, I can see that forty but, years. Uh, it's not like he's like walking out only having done a few things. Forty years. Right. Yeah, he'll be missed. And I mean, I'm sure he will still be around doing stuff. So, yes. Because I feel like, I feel like with creative people like him, it's really hard for them to just they can't like, stop. stop. Yeah. You know what I mean, but I think, but I think it'll be like more on his terms. Yes. At this point, like it'll be like, well, I'm not an official, but I'm yeah. contract. He'll be like a contractor. Or something, yeah. I don't so. have, to, if I want to spend three weeks not doing any work, that's what I'll do. Yeah, exactly. So, all right. Let's uh, go back in time and do some Disney history. Um, I'll go since we wound up both talking about. Hold on, our... I'll listen to this oh, song. Sorry, hold on. Let's go back. Okay, now you can no, I'm still playing it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, it's that... so good. I'm like, that's the part I want to wait until, yes. and then we can go. All right. Go ahead. So in 1998, the Kona Cafe opened at Disney's Polynesian Resort. Ooh. So that that little restaurant's been around for 22 years. Yeah, little Kona. Um, I don't little know cone. Kona. Um, I've always gotten coffee like next door, but yeah, not you get the Tonga that. toast. You can get the uh, big the big Kahuna breakfast. I do want to do the Tonga toast at some point. Tonga toast delicious, but man, is it just carb city? Oh yeah, for sure. And sugar, it's like oh the sugar I, mean, I don't care about sugar, but it's like sugar on sugar. Sugar is anyway, my middle name. Uh, I'm taking us back to 1994, which uh, was Thanksgiving Day. So oh. this week. There was a ton of Thanksgiving things because it's like, you know, the day always changes every year. But um, at Epcot, Honey, I Shrunk the Audience, a multimedia 3D movie experience, has an official opening. It was already running for the last few days, but it uh, replaced Captain EO at the Journey into Imagination Pavilion. Oh, I love it. I Uh, wish they'd bring it back. I know. And so the story says is like Wayne Slolinski, played by Rick Moranis, is receiving the Inventor of the Year Award in his shrink ray for his shrink ray. When attempting to demonstrate it, it goes haywire and ends up shrinking the audience. The film also features Eric Idle as Dr. Nigel Channing and Marcia, Marcia Strassman as Wayne's wife, Diane. Diane. So, um, it was interesting that I picked and then it was, we were talking about Honey, I yeah. Shrunk the Audience. So, you can still see Wayne Zielinski and Dr. Nigel, whatever you just said, in the uh, Imagination ride itself, Journey into Imagination. Yeah. And if you are a Rick Moranis fan, he's kind of coming back into... Uh, so a lot of people don't know. Like They're like, what happened to him? I, he really just... The story that I got was like he legitimately wanted to raise his kids. Yeah. Like He was just like, done. I'm going to raise my kids. Um, now that they're older, he seems to be coming around and making appearances and things. Everyone has obviously said that they think he's definitely going to be making an appearance in the new Ghostbusters movie once it finally comes out. So... And I, he was in the news like a few weeks ago because someone like punched him yes. outside. I don't that know. person was caught and something happened. Hopefully something bad will happen yeah. to them. But it was just like, no one messes with Brick Brick Why? Brands. No one. Um, so interesting. So we're going to play some sound from our uh, time at Disney Springs together. 
Uh, before we get to that, I do want to make sure everyone is aware of the Black Friday sale that's starting. Guess when? On Black Friday. Over Black at Friday. World Traveler Trading Co. That's where we are. Uh, that's where we get our key fobs and lots of other things. But the key fobs are the things that I think are the, are the coolest in that so store. Cool. Yeah. It's cool. K-E-W-L cool. Yes. So make sure you're following that account, World Traveler Trading Co. on Instagram. Or check the link in our episode description if you want to go shopping. Um, I don't even know if our coupon code is worth it for you. Because I think the Black Friday sales are actually better than the code. If you're yeah. listening to this after Black Friday, like it's another season, um, the code is that Park Life. But otherwise, I think you'll I think you'll like the Black Friday deals over at World Traveler Trading Co. All right, so here's a little bit of our time over at Disney Springs. All right, this this could go very poorly in a moment. Hot mess. It could be a hot mess, one? which makes sense because you know that's like most of your Instagram handle. Guys, all I gotta say is. Crispy pearls. Okay, well, let's set the scene Crispy a little bit. Pearls. We're sitting at Disney Springs at Deluxe Burger. We are joined by both of our spouses and Lillian and her husband, Andrew. And there's copywritten music playing in the background, but I don't really care. Yeah. Talk but we are uh, introducing Beth to a peanut butter pie. And she's excited because there's crispy pearls on there. I don't even know how you eat this. Well, first you take the food and then you put Just it in your mouth. Just take it in. But it's like, should I eat this part first? Definitely. No, go all the way down. Put it in so your mouth. It's like a, that's oh. like a peanut buttery mousse on a pie tart shell kind of thing with, with a little bit of vanilla pearls. cream. Oh, now part of it's on the that. table and it's COVID. Oh, All right, she, the food is on the fork. She is now bringing it towards her mouth. Her <laughs> mouth. Really is, her airplane. Ma- her <laughs> mouth. She is doing the big airplane. It's still circling the skies. <laughs> I have to stop laughing before I take off it. I'm king kong at the peanut butter. She's basically she's drunk off a of garlic. Okay, the food is in the mouth. Okay. All the food particles are hitting her <laughs> taste buds. She has, she's smiling. She's she's heaving. That uh, is rich. It's rich. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're going back for more, so that's a good sign. Doug, you need a bite of this. Ooh, what's this on the bottom? There's a uh, vanilla cream in between the mound of peanut butter nice. and the pie shell kind of thing. Mm. Greg, do you really know that much about peanut butter pie? Yes. Oh, it's his favorite dessert. <laughs> yeah. You need to listen to our podcast. You yeah, it's, about it. I probably could. You know, when I used to be an Uber driver, I recommended the peanut butter pie to someone. They left it in a review for me. It said, thanks for the recommendation of the peanut butter pie. Okay. And then when I applied, hold on, when, I applied, when I applied to work for Disney oh, in a driving okay. position, I included that screenshot of my uh, application. I'm convinced that's yeah. why they hired me. That's the only reason. So Beth's husband, Doug, has a bite, has a, at least had one bite. He didn't need the airplane. It's so rich. It's V peanut buttery. Can you eat this whole thing? I usually do it over the course of two days or two right. nights. It takes, me, it takes me a couple days to eat it. Too. Yeah. Yeah. What? I eat it more. It's a, it's a dense, well, look at you. it's a dense dessert. <laughs> Not after the meal we just ate. I'm waiting for Doug's review because I feel like he's going to be a little more... Uh, yeah, he's going to tell you the real world. Yeah, a little more critical. critical? Yeah. 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 It's not a negative, but I didn't mean it to be. It definitely has that, like, almost Reese's peanut butter flavor, yeah. which is less real peanut butter, but okay. manufactured peanut butter. Very sugary. Okay. Very sugary. Very V sugary. I'm not mad at it. He's not mad at it. But. I could do without the, the hard sprinkles and pearls. Okay. Uh, I do agree. The texture thing, the texture combinations, I'm not a fan of. Not a fan of. I don't like the hard in the middle of the soft. Like, do you want to punch him? Either be no. all hard or all, or all soft. I, soft. That's, that's what, what I said. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Lily. I don't want in between. Nothing in between. Go, go big or go home. All very hard much so is. Who also watches The Office, like, religiously. Would you um, recommend the peanut butter pie to people? Yeah, I totally would. Would, would you pay full price for this peanut butter pie? Because I wouldn't, because I'm cheap. What What's is the full price? price? Uh, four eighty-nine. No, I would pay four eighty-nine. Just a price point. It's like five. I would not allow you. No, with with tax, it's over. It's the only dessert at Contempo Cafe that's under five dollars. Yeah. I'll buy that for under five dollars. If you're gonna get two meal, two 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 servings out of it, two servings. I haven't even eaten half, and I already like have that like. Good. There's so much sugar in it. I feel like it's just sitting in the. Oh back no! Of I have to tell myself to stop eating. Yeah. I, don't, I don't get the feeling. I just have to. I have to remind like myself the sugar, that I. Right? Yeah, yeah. Basically, oh, that's that. because we're not eating sugar a lot right now. So like, when yeah. we're when, when it's going into our system, our system's like, hey, uh, hello. What's that? Not that's really this. sweet. So one maybe time, it's more sweet than like. One time, Nicole gave up sugar, and she basically was a child of Satan for like <laughs> a week. Let the record show, she's sitting over here nodding. Yeah, she's yeah. <laughs> Oh, no, it's true. I wanted to kill somebody, and I wanted to be the most innocent person I could find. Uh, I, mean, I was were, so angry. You were pretty irritable when you gave caffeine for a good two weeks. 
caffeine because I can't sleep. We're switching from peanut butter pack talk to what's made us irritated. So, I would recommend it to anyone who I know likes peanut butter. Yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. yeah, it would be a tough dessert like, to sell to someone really if they hated peanut butter. Because we go to a restaurant at home and they have phenomenal pe- peanut butter pie. That's true. Yeah. It's different. It's complete. It's a completely it's different, different. But experience. it's still good. Uh, oh my gosh, <laughs> we're uh, coming to you live, I guess, live on a recording, waiting online to go into World of Disney. Wad, as I like to call we, it. We're about to get our wad on. We're gonna blow our wad and. <laughs> So we'll, we'll do a we'll do a live experiment here. You can tell we're in Disney Springs because of the fancy jazz music, yeah, or not like jazz, ambiance. Um, if you're wondering, the line is winding pretty long, actually. I'm guessing it's going to be about a 15-minute wait or so. This is the line for Space Mountain. Actually. It's basically the line for an attraction because merchandise is a shot is a, an attraction. While we're waiting in line, I realized I forgot to tell you about my uh, Sunday experience at Andy Gravity's. Remember I posted a photo about yes, how... Oh, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, you didn't tell me So, um, Nicole and I were at Magic Kingdom with her mom. It was her mom's 60th birthday, so we were celebrating. She was treating herself to a vanilla soft serve Sunday at Auntie Gravity's. And um, she asked for vanilla soft serve ice cream with hot fudge. And they don't have that combination. Okay. Either I get plain vanilla soft serve or a brownie sundae, which has hot fudge. Okay. So she said, I'm going to I'm gonna ring you up as the brownie sundae, do it as no brownie so like some money comes off, right. and then you have plenty of room for hot fudge. Because basically the dish, they'll put the ice cream in, won't fit hot fudge, like it'll just come out at the sides. So right. she's like, okay, fine. She's like, and I don't want whipped cream. Her mom doesn't like, she hates herself and doesn't like whipped cream. <laughs> so, like sugar. Oh so they made it. And we're watching her make it, and she makes it with whipped cream and puts the two brownies in it. Oh, no. And then she sets it aside. She's like, oh, no. So then she goes back and she makes another one. So she gives her mom the correct one, which is vanilla soft serve and hot fudge and nothing else. And then she puts the other one down. And she's like, is anyone here like whipped cream? And I'm like, I do. Boom. And I ran over and got it. So I got a free sundae at Anna Gravity, and it was delicious. I like it. offer it to you. You just took it. Well, she said, is anyone like And I, yes. You're like, yes, I am the one. When someone asks, yes. I liked it so much that we got them again two does nights it, later. Does it have sugar? Uh, yeah, basically. And it was delicious. Turns out their ice cream is pretty good. Oh, good, good to know. Well, we made it in and it was about a seven minute wait. So this is a weekday. The line was super long, but it wasn't a bad wait. I do want to follow up on, on one thing that you and I talked about while we were there is, you know, we were waiting on that long line at uh, World of Disney. It wasn't really that long, but like long. And um, so when we got in, I uh, I know while I was on, while I was online to make a purchase, I was being nosy. I was sleuthing around, and I noticed that the so you know the cast members to keep track of how many guests are in the store. And this is not unique to World of Disney; it's at all the other stores too. Have you know have their their phone in their hand? And they're hitting the plus or minus when people are coming or going. So um, we were wondering how many people are in here because like it felt I don't want to say crowded, but like COVID crowded, right? Um, how many people, if you had to take a guess, do you think were in that store? 300 what are you reading my mind it was 301 was the number on the thing yeah it was so i'm guessing they're keeping around 300 people yeah that's insane which but i mean like in my mind i was like it's just as crowded as when you're here in a normal day like that was my thing so i'm like in my mind like i understand that they're trying to control how many people are in and out but i'm like but it feels the same as a normal crowd and i feel like if you have more exits Yes. You're like fighting people out better, but I get that they have to like, it can't Control. be more than that really. So, so I do battle with this in my mind too. I think it just feels crowded because we're, so, at least I can't speak for everyone, but me personally, I'm so used to just, I got this like vision in my head of everything not being crowded. But if you look right. at photos and videos of World of Disney before this, packed, like bumping oh, yeah. into people, but like human bumper car style. So right. if, I like from my perspective, I'm like, I haven't experienced this when it was like, there was nobody in here. Yeah. Like I've only, my, my personal experience was yeah. it's all packed in here. So going in there, I was like, it doesn't feel any different. Yeah. Like, it was like there's always 300 people in here. Yeah. So, so which means if limited is 300, they, they probably do a thousand to 1200 people in there. If I take a guess. Well, because the crazy thing was, is they had this long line, but you're not waiting in the line. You're literally just walking into the store. Like we really didn't wait. We didn't so really like, wait. I waited in the line to, to buy. It was like a 10 minute wait to get I up to the register. That shows that on a, like a normal crowd level is yeah. you're, there's enough people that are in and out that it's really not that like, it would be enough that they wouldn't really have to monitor it is what I'm saying. Yeah. Does that make sense? Totally makes sense. So, but it's interesting. 
All right, we're wrapping up here. I got a quote to end our episode as always. Uh, make sure you're following us on Instagram at That Park Life Podcast. We usually, every now and then, you'll see us post a, uh, a question like we did for today's episode and allows you an opportunity to participate and uh, yeah. let, us, let us hear from you. You can follow my personal account at The Disney Greg. And you can follow me at The Healthy Hot Mess. And don't forget about our magic grand. Yeah, please. Um, I am. Time. This is the best time to do it. I'm loving it. So if you don't, re- if you don't remember, or if you're, this is your first episode, we are offering you the opportunity to send some pixie dust to someone at no cost to you and no cost to them. Um, I get to put together a little package and send it to that person on either on your behalf anonymously or on your behalf while they know who you are. So look at that. Anonymous. He sends a lot of stuff out. Anonymous. Ain't on a mouse because it's Mickey. Okay. Um, Our quote for today comes from Lilo and Stitch, the movie. Well, don't ruin it. Is that what it was? It's how many other quotes come from that movie that we're going to talk about. So uh, I figured this was appropriate for Thanksgiving. Mm Mm-hmm. And it is, Ohana means family. Family means no one against Ohana. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, since you deflated my quote balloon. Say the whole quote. Okay. Ohana means family. Family means nobody gets left behind or forgotten, says Stitch. That's right. Says Stitch. Well, that that's is, that's all from this Ohana to your Ohana. Happy Thanksgiving. Thanks for listening. Thanks for being a part of our weird and quirky that Park Life podcast, Disney fam. Hey guys. Happy Thanksgiving. Hi, bye turkey everyone. Turkey for you. <laughs> Let's eat turkey in a big brown shoe. Oh Any Thanksgiving, um, Adam Sandler? Yeah, right everybody. Awesome. All right. Bye. bye. <laughs>